This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad. I would like to think that they're good. You know, hopefully it'll continue to get better. Mackey and Judd on 1500 ESPN. Unsolicited advice we deem important. You, on the other hand, might not. Information's so good, you're encouraged to write that down. From Mackey and Judd. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right. We're live on Facebook for Write That Down today. Facebook.com slash 1500 ESPN. Uh, Judd Rock and the Mick Cafe there. Don't spill that hot coffee all over uh, the desk because you did that last week. On my keyboard, which did actually might not on, be a bad idea. You spilled it on the power strip. I spilled it. I spilled a small amount by the power strip. People freaked out. It was not that big a deal. <laughs> uh, so when we're not trying to electrocute each other, we are making predictions on this radio show every Friday, and we are holding each other accountable for those predictions and keeping track of batting averages. That's what we do in the Write That Down segment every week. Uh, Dave had nothing come off the board this week. It was a very low-key week for Dave. And uh, Judd had, we'll get to that in a second, Judd had the best week by far of his write-that-down season. yes! It was a big-time week for Judd, who is, Judd made a late charge this time of year last year to win the batting title. So it, it, could, it could happen again. Thank you. Give me, give me that thank you again. Sound like the great Zolgini no, for a moment. No, no, he's gone. <laughs> thank he, you. I can't find him. I can't find Zolgini. Alakazam. I can't. <laughs> I can't seem to find. I don't know where he's gone. He's drinking. He's day he's, drinking on this Friday. He's very upset. Some news came out today, I guess, that upset him, but I can't find him. Yep. Uh, I predicted Dalvin Cook would have more touches this season than Latavius Murray. That's uh if it hasn't happened already, it's not going to happen. So, yep. uh, so let's get to Judd. You said, we'll get the incorrect one off the board here. You said Riley Reef would start eight or fewer games this season. That was, that was the negative Judd. He's yeah, gone. And he hasn't even a lot of sack really. No, he's been fantastic. But then you strung together multiple extra base hits this week. You said Corey Kluber would win the AL Cy Young over Chris Sale. Yeah! I'll give you a double for that because you said that when he was hot like back in August. Mm-hmm. And he had missed a month. And Chris Sale was lights out, so it was maybe a coin flip. So we're gonna we're gonna give you a double on that one. You said Gopher football would beat Nebraska and cover the spread. That's a ringing double, which they did easily, by the way. Yeah, and then yeah. you said Paul Molitor would be named Ale Manager of the Year several weeks ago, maybe even like three or four months ago. And uh, there was no guarantee the Twins were gonna hang on down the stretch, and so yep. another double for Judd. Who on the season now? You were mostly below the Mendoza line all season. Yeah, it, You're up to 271. Wow! With a 374 slugging percentage. See what happens when you make predictions about positive things. Manager of the year. I was about to be DFA'd, and now I'm red hot. Like most of your Come predictions are doom and gloom. Yeah. The Vikings are going to die in a plane crash. Like those. That's pretty it's, much what and, you've been predicting. And that's, you get upset when they land safely in Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> But I did take Wheels joy when down, they bleep it, son of a. Gun. But I did take joy when they got stuck in the mud in Appleton. That was fun. No one got hurt too. It was perfect. So Judd's up to to two seventy one. I uh, I need a hit here sometimes. And I'm back below four hundred at three ninety seven. Still slugging six ninety. And Dave is leading both categories. Four fourteen batting average. 
and a 697 slugging percentage. Woo. So, uh, well, Judd leads us off every week, so we might as well stick with the formula, Judd. Fire away. All right. Write this down. The Bears, Browns, Colts, Broncos, and Giants will all fire their coaches after the season. Okay, so, I need that list again. Yep, yep, yep. So the Bears, okay. John Fox, the Browns, Hugh Jackson, okay. the Colts, Chuck Pagano, uh, the Broncos, Vance Joseph, right? And then the Giants with... Um, McAdoo. Uh, McAdoo. 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 Don't come back here. McAdoo. Yeah. All will fire their coaches after the season. Okay. Um, are you? What if one of them gets fired in season? Are you forfeiting that? Or can you say, like, if McAdoo gets fired on Monday, are we going to oh, give you credit for that? Because you made this mistake last year. You said, these three coaches will be fired on Black Monday. And one of them got fired okay, like do I get more, on a different day. Do and I then, get more credit if I if I nail this because they all hang on to the end of the season? If you were to say do, that do all five of those guys get fired on Black Monday, I think that's like a triple because yeah, you're, I, you're hitting the time. I, I think you should leave it open. I tam- I tamed that down because I I did that last year and one of them got fired like two days after Black Monday. So if I can get a double for this, I will. We'll just say before, before 2018, we'll say. All right. Or before the 2018. All uh, right. I'm just trying to get a double season. Here. All right. Uh, Dave Harrigan. Write this down. We got a call uh, at the end of your confidence rankings by a guy who was wondering why you didn't uh, include the Gopher volleyball team in your confidence rankings since you were ranking local teams. Oh, you know what? Uh, yeah, we're going to do a whole segment on that later. Yeah, so, I said it yeah. was you know probably just an oversight, something they uh, they weren't really in on. But, hey, I'll make that caller happy. I will make a Gopher volleyball prediction. Right. They are headed to their third straight Final Four. Okay. That uh, concludes the Gopher volleyball uh, breakdown yep, on Matt <laughs> and Judd. Write it down. You like writing things down. No Gopher volleyball talk comes up on the ride with Royce on Monday at 4 o'clock. He'll be sticking to Mayak volleyball. Yep. He loves Gopher volleyball. Write this down, gentlemen. Yes. The Minnesota Twins will spend at least $40 million on a pitcher this offseason. So the Twins will spend big money. All right. On and it might be a relief if, if it's Wade Davis, they might have to spend over forty million dollars to get Wade Davis as their their ace reliever or closer. But the Twins will spend at least forty million dollars on a pitcher this offseason. So we're talking about at on le- one single pitcher on one single pitcher. Okay, so at least at least fifteen million dollars a year on at least a three year deal to get to like you know forty five million or all right. I guess I could say forty five, but I said forty. So forty million dollars on a pitcher this offseason. Write it down. You like writing things down. Write this down. And his name is Craig Breslow. <laughs> leadership. Coming. $20 million for the leadership. <laughs> Another 20 for your broken left arm and your changed mechanics. All right. I am go- yes. I am going to give you a write that down that I told you guys about a couple weeks ago that came to me, and I'm not joking, in a dream I had. So you can write this down. I had the dream sequence uh, sound here. I'm not kidding you guys. I had a dream two weeks ago. (laughs) Early morning dream. It was light out because I sort of woke up and fell back asleep. And within this dream, I saw basketball players dressed in, uh, in maroon and gold celebrating on the floor at Madison Square Garden. The Gophers will win the Big Ten tournament this year. Wow. The Gophers will win. I... The last time I had a gopher-related dream was in the 1980s, and I had this weird dream, and they were really bad in football, that they beat the Hawkeyes at the Metrodome, and sure enough, they did it. Okay. So I'm going with this as a premonition. 
The Gopher men's basketball team will win the Big Ten tournament title at Madison Square Garden this season. Well, there's we talked about this earlier in the week. There's a better chance that they win the Big Ten tournament than the actual Big Ten regular season because Michigan State's better, mm-hmm. barring an injury. So they're they're probably going to rack up more wins. But you could get hot for four games, and if somebody else knocks off Michigan State or if you knock off Michigan State once. For sure. So, yeah, I could see that uh, coming to fruition. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. I've been alone in last place for our football picks all season long. That ends this week. I will not be alone in last place by the time we hit Monday night, uh, Tuesday morning following that Seattle and Atlanta game. Perhaps Phil Mackey will join me. Maybe Judd goes 0-5 and we both surpass him. But I will no longer be sitting alone in the cellar by myself. Uh, we're, I don't want to spoil it for the 11 o'clock segment, but Dave had a really good week, let's just say. Oh, I'm feeling in our great picks. now. A really yeah, good week. He got a little haughty, I think. I got paid. Write it down. You like writing things down? Write that down. I, I don't have a pencil. Well, remember that then. All right, write this down. I floated this earlier in the week. Dave is in agreement with me, I believe, on this. Parlay time, Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay Packers, who have the Buccaneers and the Browns on their schedule the next 30 days, will win at least two of their next four, so they'll be at least seven and six, thus prompting Aaron Rodgers to play again in December. So the Packers will win at least two of their next four games, and Aaron Rodgers will play again for the Packers this season. Are they going to make the Write playoffs then? Listen, I just gave you a two-thing parlay. Are they going to make the playoffs? Don't, don't, we pressure get, me into, don't pressure me into a three. Okay. All right. I'll, my, third, <laughs> my third, write that down. That write tough. that down. I don't have a pencil. Well, remember that. Then. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing right, things down. I'll go down. first on the, on the third round. Okay. You have pressured me into a bunt single here. The Packers will not make the playoffs. All right. The Packers will not make the playoffs. All right. There it is. You can blame Judd for my uptick in batting average wow. in about I was two just months. curious if you thought that this whole <laughs> Rodgers was going to come back scenario was going to end I mean, up it'll in make the playoffs. It, it'll make it more fun. And yeah. if they do go 2-2 two and two in their next four to get to 7-6, and six, uh-huh. and then Rodgers comes back for that Vikings game, and maybe the Vikings trip up a little bit the next four tough games, it would add a lot of drama to the to the month of December. All right. I'm just saying. Okay, no, I got you. Write this down. I'm write it down. You like you. writing things down. All right, Judd. All right. My final write that down, it's going to provide you gentlemen with a write that down daily double because on my last one, I predicted a Big Ten tournament title at the Garden for the Gopher men's basketball team. The Gophers will win at least three games. In fact, no, the Gophers will win three games in the NCAA tournament. Whoa, so the, Elite Eight. So the Yes, so the Gophers are going to win. I am not willing to go... Final four yet. I think that's too aggressive. But the Gophers, as they're currently constructed, I think have the ability to do this. They will win three games in the NCAA tournament Elite Eight. That Write it correct. down. You like writing things down. Write this down. That'll be fun. Love a nice positive prediction from Judd. Well positive done. Judd. Okay. Two I'm going right through Judd's latest predictions. Gophers Hoops Elite Eight. Gophers Big Ten Tournament Champions. Um, six Vikings defenders to the Pro Bowl. Byron Buxton, World Series MVP in 2020. Xavier Rhodes. Rhodes, MVP of the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. And Pat Shermer, such a good offensive coordinator, he will interview for at least one head coaching job. What, I don't, what, this is amazing. This is I a new positive Judd. No, here's the thing. Positive Judd exists. He needs reasons to come out, though. 
You can't, he can't, he can't be present unless there's reasons. And as, as I told you last hour, I don't remember the last time we could be this optimistic about this many local teams. I think we need a new segment, a weekly segment, Positive Judd, or we just give Judd the floor right? for like 10 minutes. Am I not right? Is there not reason? I'm down on the wild and they're not awful. The Wolves are coming up. The Twins just made the playoffs. The Vikings look really good. Go for basketball looks fantastic. This is this is up to the teams to decide if Positive Judd can come out and play. And right now he's come out and play. <laughs> that sounds kind of creepy, actually. Positive Judd's going to come out Write this and down. play. Write it down. You like writing things down. I've, right. I've made predictions about Judd. I've made predictions about Phil. I think this is my first write-that-down prediction about Chris Reavers. He made a bet with me yesterday, and I'm not going to give the details of it. It's Turkey of the Year related. And as we exited the studio and we told everyone about this bet, the two of you, John Hyde, you know, everyone out in the hallway, it was widely panned uh, by people saying, Chris, that's the worst bet you've ever made. And yeah. you are Chris Reavers. That's the stupidest bet you've ever made. Yeah. Is I feel it, was a it a verbally bad. binding bet, by the way? Oh, yes, absolutely verbally okay. binding. Yes, and he will uh, he'll have to make good unless I feel bad taking advantage of him because it was such a stupid bet. I'm going to offer him a plea deal today. All right, He can get off with not having to pay the full stakes of what we bet on. But the prediction is Chris is so stupid and stubborn, <laughs> he will not accept the plea deal. The bet will go forth, and he will have to pay me the full amount. So because we're going to do our Turkey of the Year pregame prediction show next Wednesday, we don't want to spoil a whole lot, but can I just say that Reavers thinks he knows exactly who Patrick's going to pick. Yes. And all of us looked at him and said, no, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. And, we and will, that's where the bet stems from. And we will discuss this on, on the pregame show. Yes. Because we will tear him down for this. <laughs> on the pregame show. This will be where the positive Judd will not come out and play, at least for that segment. <laughs> positive Judd will go away, and we are going to destroy. This is one, this is one of the stupidest things I've ever heard. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be such a fun show next Wednesday. The Turkey of the Year pregame Price show. Itself. Can we get Patrick to join the, the pregame show? He's never joined our pregame show. Ooh, I don't know if he wants to be a part of that or not. I don't know. That Let's might... work on it. Let's see if we can get him to I don't know. give I us a little teaser. Well, uh, well, I mean, he, he might need me to leave the studio. <laughs> I don't know if he's been tweeting about it because he blocked me earlier this week, but it's fine. Uh, Todd Furman's going to join and help us with our Vikings pick against the spread against the Rams in about 45 minutes. And the superstar Mike Morris will help us with Judd's punishment in the noon hour, it's Mackie and Judd. The Mackie and Judd Show rolls on. That's right, sports fans. This is 1500 ESPN. Mackie and Judd on this Friday. Todd Furman with our NFL picks, including Vikings and Rams. Uh, Vikings two and a half point favorites over uh, the Rams. So we'll do that at no- at uh, 11 o'clock. And then noon, Mike Morris comes in here. We still have Judd's keys to a Vikings win. <laughs> And uh, all kinds of other, you know, fun stuff. You could get yourself at least a triple if if you put a name to that pitcher and write that down. Your Twins pitcher. Okay. If you put, I think, right, Dave? I, if he puts a $40 million contract, and considering we don't know if they're going to go starter or bullpen yet, I think if you put a name to that, you could definitely get a triple. I'd give him a home run. Okay. That's could I, can I just, well, I, I'm fine with that. There's 30 teams going after all the same guys. Yeah, Dave's right. Hmm. Home run. Listen, I need I need singles and doubles here. I've hit a lot of extra base hits. I'm just, I'm saying, just looking to preserve a batting average. I got to okay, catch up to Dave. Okay, Punto. Listen, Jason Tyner. Don't Listen. don't turn into me. <laughs> uh, I think I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be Alex Cobb. Well then, yeah, go for it. 
You you very well might be right. We've Can gotten... I just add an extra prediction? The Twins will sign Alex Cobb. So I'm I'm hedging a little bit there. I'm they're if they sign Alex Cobb, it'll be for over forty million. But I want to get credit if they sign Lance Lynn for forty million. I I'll, think I'll, you... I'll, I'll I'll throw this out there. The Twins will sign out. Can I do this? Uh, it, it, we're in the write that down post game show. This down. Of course you can. It's our show. Okay. Yes. Uh, Alex Cobb. The Twins will sign Alex Cobb. There's my prediction. So I'm doing a fourth prediction this week. Are you happy? So he gets a what then, Dave? If so, if these are severed, if it's a forty million and well, that's at least a, at least a double because he's one of right, several saying, free agent so starters are, that could be signed. Are we saying a double for that? Because if you put those together and they did sign Cobb for more than forty million, then you definitely get a home run. But yes, I would say that you get a double. Okay, I'm just I'm fine with doubles. Okay, uh, there's some outstanding home run predictions out here from all of us. Uh, I'm going to start with Judd's home run predictions. We don't do this enough. We don't go through the predictions that are still do, on the board. We should, we like, should do a separate do segment more. for this once in a while. Yes. Uh, you have Trey Waynes will intercept seven passes or more for the Vikings this year. What does he have now? Does he have one? He has at least one, right? Yeah. He's got two, I think. Okay. I can look it up. Yeah, it's not it's not as many as I thought it would be by now. I thought he'd be more like four by now. You have Laquan Treadwell will catch 40 passes oh. or more. You tried to say 30, and we said that's not a home run. 40 is a home run. Was I smoking dope that day? He's got like 12 receptions. What was I doing? Well, it was a home run segment. We, we were forcing home run predictions on each other. <laughs> Um, you said Teddy will get into his first game specifically on December 3rd in Atlanta. That's a home run right yeah, I'm now sticking, because I'm sticking with that. You're pinpointing an exact yes, date in the game. I'm confident in that one. Uh, and this is my favorite prediction on your board and write that down. Bill Belichick will step down as Patriots coach after this season. Yeah. And it's not like there's any outward signs that that's going to happen other than Brady's kind of old and they just traded all their backup quarterbacks yeah. for current assets. Uh, so those are your home run predictions that are on the board. There's probably a few more in there, too. But Trey Wayne's at two picks, by the way. Dave is right. Two? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I predicted, this must have been a forced home run segment, that Carl Anthony Towns will win the MVP award this season. It was. He's got to start defending a little bit better to be the the MVP. Okay. And there's other guys who put up bigger and better numbers than, than he does, but maybe at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, see, this would have been a really good one if he hadn't gotten hurt, but I get that being hurt is part of his career. I said Stefan Diggs would lead the NFL in receptions this season. And if he were to play 16 games, he'd be a 100 reception guy. But Adam Thielen has a better chance to lead the league in receptions now than Stefan Diggs. And he, I think Adam Thielen's like eighth in receptions and third in yardage. All right. And I told you this is a home run prediction, too, because and it's really close to happening. That the Vikings defense will lead the NFL this year in yards per play allowed. So fewest yards per play allowed and in turnover margin. When compared to uh, offensive turnovers. Mm-hmm. And they haven't turned the ball over that much offensively. Case Keenum, he tries to throw more interceptions than he has, but he only has five picks thrown, and Bradford has none. What right? are they right now? A plus what? They're like a, it's I'd not, have to look it up. I'm it, not sure. It's not very much, actually. But it's, I think it's one of the biggest reasons why they're winning. Like It's, it's hard oh, to gain uh, yards, and they don't really turn the ball over uh, very often. Dave, home run predictions. Let's see what Dave has on the board. You've got... The Vikings are a plus one, by the way. Really? That's it? They're tied for 15th with the Jets and Chargers. So they just don't force that many they don't. turnovers. They have uh, they have forced 11, and they've turned over the ball uh, 10 times. Okay. Five interceptions, five mm-hmm. fumbles that they've lost. I don't think Dave has any home run predictions on the board here. Although he does have Tiger Woods will either not make it through 18 holes or will finish dead last at the Hero World 
uh, challenge and have six bogeys in the round. The very specific Tiger Woods now parlay negative, there. Huh? Well, you made me add the bogeys. Now who's negative? Well. <laughs> um, and then let's see what else. Those are the home run predictions we have on the board. We also keep track of our guest predictions, and so far only one guest has hit on a prediction that Murph said it will be hot as hell this weekend and we will all just be we will all be just fine. Yeah. Back in like August. I don't know why we gave him that one, but so I nailed it. Our guest predictors have been Chris Brian Long Murphy, and Brian Chris Murphy, Long. Pretty much. Has Collar participated yet? Uh yeah, he did the early in the year he did. All right. In fact, he actually has an outstanding prediction that the Cleveland Browns will win the AFC in 2019. I don't like his chances. Wow. They aren't on a very good trajectory like to make that happen. While he and Gessling were in a couple Fridays during the bye week, we did do some predictions, but they were all kind of sort of tongue-in-cheek. It was based off the uh, SI cover that predicted from 20, 2014, the Astros was winning in 2017. So it was predicting things that would happen in 2020. Yeah, We're not going to be around long enough to care about that, so I didn't, I didn't record them. You about. could like we do have a section for guest predictions if you ever want. We do bank some of them. I I, I didn't I didn't care. You sure. didn't write them down. No. Right? Okay. So so it's not they're official. Gone. Then. They're gone. Okay. Uh, what do you got for us and stuff next, Dave? Wow, we're already that time. How about that? I've got good stuff. I've got Jerry <laughs> we had three Jones. hours to prep it this morning. For God's sakes, I did your hey, updates. Hey, for you. a lot of stuff awesome. right here. I've got Jerry Jones dropping the p word. We've got a lot of basketball stuff to get to from last night. Jared Goff, a little uh, primer on what to expect from him. And, oh, the nature boy. More controversy. Becky and Judd are back. Okay, let's not scare the children. On 1500 ESPN. And Stuff You Should Know About is sponsored by Firestone Complete Auto Care. Keep your car running newer longer. Come into Firestone Complete Auto Care and get $100 off any purchase of $500 or more. Whatever you drive, drive a Firestone. In sports, there's a lot of stuff you should simply be aware of. There was stuff going on that no one talked about. That's pretty heavy stuff. Let me show you some stuff. I don't do that stuff no more. This stuff can give you brain damage. And then there's the stuff you should know about. Lots of great stuff. This is the fun stuff. I love this stuff. Good stuff. Man, this stuff's good. This is that kind of stuff. I want to check that stuff out. Mackie and Judd now continues. This is very serious stuff we're talking about here. With stuff you should know about. It sounds like we got a controversial stuff today. Oh, it's always controversial. Let's get right to it, shall we? We know Jerry Jones and Roger Goodell are at odds. The story came out a day or two ago about Goodell uh, notifying Jones' attorneys that he needs to back off, step down. He's hurting the league by attacking Goodell publicly and all the things he's been saying. Well, we have courtesy of ESPN's Don Van Natta Jr. and Seth Wickersham this bombshell. We go back to August 9th. A phone call from Roger Goodell's office as he was next to General Counsel Jeff Pash Hmm. informing Jones that his running back Ezekiel Elliott would indeed be suspended. Now, this was back in August, remember. Jones had previously been told, look, we've uh, looked at it. It's probably no no big deal. Probably not going to be a suspension. Well, he was informed now that, however, there is going to be a suspension. <clears throat> the line went quiet. Seconds passed. Goodell's decision was an unconscionable violation of trust, Jones later told associates, because he believed that the commissioner had assured him this past spring that there would be no suspension. Finally, According to sources with direct knowledge of the call, Jones broke the silence. 
He aimed his words not only at Goodell's decision, but also at his role as judge, jury, and executioner in the case. Quoting Jones, I'm going to come after you with everything I have. Then he mentioned Deflategate. If you think Bob Kraft came after you hard, Bob Kraft is a wussy. Wow. Wow. Compared to what I'm going to do. Wow. I love this. Oh, it's so good. Billionaire on, well, probably depending on how he's invested, close to billionaire crime. We got our new Al Davis. Yes. We've been looking for Al Davis for years. We got him. God. So So Jerry Jones taking shots at... The uh, judge, jury, executioner, right? The and the uh, the arbitration judge. Mm-hmm. It all falls on Roger Goodell's lap. Well, like, didn't the owners fight for that on behalf of Roger Goodell? Did Jerry Jones was he was he saying at any point over the last ten years that somebody else should come in and like handle the hearings and should handle the appeals? I think he's just mad because his star running back. That's pretty much what it is, right? Of course he is. And that's pretty much what it is. I don't but care. He ne- called Bob Kraft the P-word. And he's never going to get past this, and they're going to make each, each other's lives hell, and it's going to be great. Woo! Al Davis. Love it. Rick Flair, the subject of the recent 30 for 30 documentary, of course. That was outstanding. Well, there's one problem with it. <clears throat> Rick claims he hasn't seen the money he was promised. Oh. The Nature Boy is suing Legacy Talent and Entertainment, the management company he used from 09 through October of this year, saying he had a feeling something fishy was going down behind the scenes, so he hired a lawyer to investigate his finances, realized he's missing a huge amount of cash. Flair says he learned Legacy Talent had received 25 grand from First Row Films, a production company for the 30 for 30. Claims, however, he was never informed of that payment nor was he given his cut. He's claiming all told $46,000 is what he is owed by that talent company. I got a question. Do you guys think $46,000 matters to Ric Flair? Yes. I do too. 100%. My guess is he probably wasn't much into like long-term investing when oh. he was limousine riding, yeah, I was jet say, flying, I I think buying 107 correct. kamikaze shots for a, lo- a hotel lobby uh, bar. The NWA right. 401k. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk hoops. The Golden State Warriors lost to a team last night in the Boston Celtics. Not a shock. The Celtics have now won 14 in a row. What is a shock that the Celtics shot 32.9% from the floor and still beat the Golden State Warriors by holding them to 88 points. Uh, That's impressive. Uh, They scored fewer points in their game than the Houston Rockets scored in the first half. They scored 90 in the first half last night. What did Harden go for, 48 last night or something like that? I couldn't tell you, but... It's a very good tease. Maybe you should just hit the thing. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I can do that. Right side. Harden for three. Nothing but nylon! And a 30-point half for the Beard! Is that Matt Thomas? Yes. I believe it was. That is Matt, Matt Thomas. Thomas. He sounds so different calling the, uh, the beard. Can we play that again? Out right side. Harden for three. Nothing but nylon. And a 30-point half like for the beard. It. He sounds so different calling a basketball game. I like it. The nylon line. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, the beard, as they call him, had a very good game. He scored actually 33 in the first half. 48 mm. for the game. Mm. He said afterwards, quote, I thought there was something wrong with the score. Like he literally thought the scoreboard was broken at halftime. 
when he saw his Rockets were leading the Suns 90 to 65. 90. How about imagine scoring 65 points in the first half and being absolutely blown out by 25. Harden also 18 of 18 from the free throw line last night. He now has set an NBA record the last two games going 37 for 37 wow. from the line. Dude, that Chris is, Paul uh, came back too, I think, for last night's He did, game. and he's on a 20-minute restriction that okay. he's very upset about. Damn. That's a... Uh, that right there is, I don't know if they're going to win the championship, but they definitely are the f- most fun team to watch. Yeah. I think they've probably usurped the Warriors even in terms of just their style of play and how fun it is to watch. Who's ready for Jared Goff this weekend? Huh? I'm well, excited for the Vikings this game. defense is ready I'm for excited him. to watch this tilt. I'm excited to hear some Jared Goff audibles. Hey, Elvis! Elvis! Hey, Tupac! Dusty! Tupac! Obama! Obama! Obama. Hey, Ric Flair. Ric Flair. <laughs> That's better than Peyton Manning. What was the thing Peyton Manning Omaha? Was Omaha. 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 Yeah. How do, Judd, you covered football for a long time. How do teams label, is it is it like a letter-based audible? So Ric Flair is like, how do, how do they characterize their audibles? Do we know? And You're looking at me no, like... I have I'm, no idea. Okay. I, I have no clue. I, I don't know. And the Vikings... I think are never creative. I like things th- that are funny. Um, Matt Ryan for years used stuff like Mercedes and car names and stuff. The mm-hmm. Vikings are always very bland and dull. I like. Uh, well, we've gone from blue forty two. Yeah, great. Yeah, green, green eighty. Yeah, mix it up. Make and now it more we're doing fun. professional, right? Can you play that again, Dave? I sure can. That's good stuff. Hey, Elvis! Elvis! Hey, Tupac! Dusty! Tupac! Obama! 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 Hey, Ric Flair! Ric Flair! <laughs> you should just do the woo. Yeah, just get up there. Woo! woo. He starts doing the flip. He does a flare flop. <laughs> hey, where's the, where's the Trump? No Trump? No Trump in that one, He's no. going to be very upset. President's not going to be happy when he finds out. I have a feeling the president will be just fine when he hears what uh, comes up later in this show. <clears throat> Foreshadowing. Oh, yes. Wow. Uh, John Gruden is calling, of course, the Monday night game this week. It is in Seattle this week. The Seahawks hosting the Falcons. Yesterday, I believe it was yesterday, he joined Brock and Sock. Brock Heward and what, Mike, Mike Sock? Mike Sock, Salk, I think, yeah. Sock, Sock, S-A-L-K. I think Mike Sock was in Boston for a while, went back to Seattle. Yeah, yeah ESPN 710 in Seattle. And the interview started with uh, Sock asking, or maybe it was Brock. I don't even know who it was. I think it was Sock. Asking, uh, so when when are you coming to town? Thanks for spending some time with us. Uh, when do you get to Seattle? Hey, I get in Saturday, and I can't wait to get out there. Hope to see you guys. Uh, I hear Hewitt's heading out to Knoxville and uh, just be singing that song, man. That's a great song, Rocky Top. Is he trolling? So he takes a question about when you're coming in and turns it into, oh, by the way, Brock Hewitt's going to the University of Tennessee where everybody thinks I'm going to be coaching. Yeah. There you go, Chip. That's hey. some brilliant trolling right there. Hey, brilliant Chip, trolling. Chip Scoggins told us on yesterday's show that he would take his children's college <laughs> fund and if he was asked to donate it to a pot that would go to Gruden, he would do it. He basically <laughs> said his kids would have to find alternative methods of schooling while he took all their college funds, and donated them to the Hire John Gruden Fund. Yes. That's all you need to know about the state of the Vols fans. Chip's one of the smarter guys I know, and he's willing to give it all up. 
just to get Gruden on but the But that campus. would the entertainment factor would be super high, but the guy hasn't coached in ten years. He's never been a college coach. He's openly admitting that there's way too many like hurdles and restrictions and yeah, I'm gonna he, get I'm gonna get you just violate him. It it would be fun, but is he really the best candidate? Uh, oh, man. I don't know. Goggins. Yep. Familiar with the tune Feelings from like the 1970s? Feelings. Like a really sappy. Uh, yeah. 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 Nothing more than Nothing feelings. More than feelings. Yeah, I know that Morris song. Albert is the uh, singer of that tune. I wasn't familiar with Morris's work, but uh, he sang that song. Uh, I'm, I hesitate to do this because it's a little creepy. It's a bit grotesque. Uh, but our guy, Tony Lee. Has uh, has done some work behind the scenes. Let's put together a little tune for you, to the tune of feelings. Oh God! Apologize in advance if you get a little weirded out. Okay. Adam Thielen is turning into a star. He is a legitimate big time receiver in the NFL. Thielen turns on the Jets. Adam Thielen. Down. Happy to confess my They go to Thielen and Thielen will score. Thielen man love. 6'2, 200 pounds, running a 4540. That guy's a prospect. Thielen. Thielen's open again. He's got it again. Came straight out of Mankato. Here's Thielen. Goodbye. Touchdown. With the excitement of Sharknado. And Thielen is a monster. His hands just like glue. It's like glue on his hands from Thielen. Adam Thielen. Watch the gloves. He's a gift from above. It started as a dream for a young boy in Detroit. Oh my. Oh my. I thought it was great. That is deliciously bad, but good. That's amazing. I thought it was very pleasing to the ear. The production value is absolutely five star there. Yeah, too. I was gonna say. I so. mean, he really brought good. the whole choir in. It was impressive. He did very impressive. Was that like work. a kind of a layered harmony situation? Yeah. Is it kind of like when you did a tune and you recorded yourself over yourself? Maybe one of the Christmas songs. Yeah. Right? Um, was it a Christmas song or just something? I don't know. I just remember. I it was can't remember. Horrible. Uh, we did do. We did this one like three years ago, didn't we? I can't stop this feeling Running across the seam Adam, you look so good In that purple 19 When you hold the ball In your arms so tight You let us know You'll be here all night. I'm hooked on a feeling. I'm hard believing. You can make the fifty three. That's throwback there because that was that was uh, Mr. Mankato. Yeah, that's way back. We were uh, we foresaw the success of Adam Thielen before any other show in this market. Some fine it's singing safe too. To say. Fine singing. Yeah. Um, do, do you have any more stuff left? Any more uh, creepy? <gasps> that would be good. We could just end on that. Note. Awesome. <laughs>
<laughs> uh, in 15 minutes, Todd Furman from the Bet the Board podcast will join for our weekly NFL picks against the spread, including Vikings and Rams. We have Judd's keys to a Vikings victory in about 45 minutes. And the superstar, Mike Morris, in the noon, Mackie and Judd. Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad. I don't get. Mackey and Judd. It's very, it's odd at times. On 1500 ESPN. Iconic Marvel superheroes and supervillains from different eras and realities converge in a cosmic battle across the Marvel Universe in Lego Marvel Superheroes 2. This all-new epic adventure is packed with signature Lego humor and introduces new features and an incredibly large open world for players to roam and explore. Lego Marvel Super Heroes 2 available now on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC. And head to the 1500 ESPN stream player right now for details on how you can win your very own copy of Lego Marvel Super Heroes 2 for PS4. Thank you, Dave Harrigan. You're welcome. So early uh, in the morning when Phil and I ordinarily arrive uh, to start prepping for the show around 7 a.m., you have been here for quite some time already, Dave Yeah, Harrigan, I work really hard. Doing uh, sports updates, putting stuff together, uh, and uh, compiling information. That's true. I do all of that. And all of that leads you uh, to doing updates that run, I believe you do, what, about six of them at least, if not eight, before our show starts during during the course of what has been Mike Actually, and Mike. nine, but thanks okay, for paying attention. Okay, nine. I don't pay a ton of attention. <laughs> I know that. Anyway, today was a very special day because as his uh, payoff for losing in the quarterback cesspool challenge a few weeks back, Phil Mackey replaced you on the updates. I am looking for a yeah, review. That was, that was an early alarm. Man. I am looking for a review, Dave Harrigan, since you are the expert here, since you are the guy who knows how these things should be done, for how Mr. Mackey did. First of all, five o'clock is when I set my alarm. Is that uh, what time do you how usually? How many alarms did your you first set by alarm the way? go off? Three. <laughs> yeah, I set three alarms. Wow. Uh, mine goes off at four fifteen. Okay. You also have to drive a little further than I do, so and you have a child and different things like that. It's about twenty minutes. It's get out of bed, clean up, a little breakfast, Let's change a diaper, and I'm out the door. Let's yeah. get right to the important thing. How did he do? He did better than you would do. Um, he would. Fi- <laughs> he, he did just fine. Well, th- thanks for that shot. <laughs> well, it's not well, really I had, shot. I had, I had to run the board too, which isn't like super high that, maintenance because it's kind of automated. That, would, be, that like, I would fail. At. Running the board for this show would be a lot more high maintenance than running the board for like the automated Mike and Mike thing. Sure. Yeah, there's which not a whole would... lot that goes into it. And Phil, in a previous life, has done updates. He's run boards, so this is nothing that's new for him. It's just yeah, a little bit old hat. He hasn't done it for a while. I was in my head for the first. Hour and a half doing these okay. updates. Like, okay, what, what do I push? Where's the buttons? Things like that. There was some nervousness. There was definitely well, some nervousness be, yeah. the first one or two. Yeah, and when you, were, when you were getting the uh, the, you know, the rundown of how to, how exactly to go about it. Mm-hmm. But I would say you certainly found yourself. You found your voice. You were playing a little bit with Kenny Olson, the traffic guy. Being, hey, 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 wacky, wacky, wacky duo. Hey. I mean, we could give you a little sample. I would love to hear one. This is the 840 update. Right. So, I mean, we're, well, according to Judd's count, this is like the second one of the morning, but it was actually the <laughs> eighth like, of the morning. How long were we together? Six months? Ah, here's how we did. Da, da, da. Mackie here with your 1500 ESPN sports update. Don't bet on football, kids. Dave Harrigan's presence is like a combination of Ryan Gosling, Sean Connery in his prime, and the rugged musk of fresh venison. 
Laugh hey, the Wild won last night. 6-4 to four victory with four unanswered goals, including this one, the game winner from Zucker. Koivu tries to escape Johansson. Center for Zucker. He scores! More third-period magic for Zucker! It's a win over the Predators and a fourth straight win for the Wild. Nine wins, seven losses, a couple moral victories. And Kenny, some big Twins news yesterday. Oh, yeah, uh, I heard. Big this Twins news. Huge. Yep. Uh, it's official. They voided the contract of international free agent Jelfrey Marte. Just uh, void that. Oh. They voided oh. that contract. That's not the news. Big Twins. <laughs> I was thinking of. Uh, this report's I mean, it wasn't a train wreck. It wasn't a train wreck. No, it's on a fight to me. I would say, you know, if you went for the Lapanta highlight. That's not where I would go, personally. Okay. You would have gone Boudreaux there? I would have probably gone some Boods or maybe some locker room reaction. Okay. Uh, but that's that's a perfectly fine way to go. I do feel like you lost a little steam after that. You know, you kind of slowed down. Yeah, the wild uh, fourth win in a row. I didn't know where I was going. So I got I got done with the highlight, and then I looked at the clock and said, yeah. oh, I have 25 seconds to kill, and I didn't anticipate this. And so now I have to string my words out to fill time. So then we can pass to Kenny. I thought you did absolutely fine. Well, but we're looking for better than fine. Okay, if fine's okay, well, it's his first you can, time. Uh, no, it's his first you can work with Judd. series of updates. I thought he did fine. Well, Judd, just so you know, he, he took another shot at me unnecessarily. And plus, you know, maybe hockey, it. we could have, you know, given points instead of the record the nine, record, yeah. seven, and You're two. right about that. Yeah, points would have I would right. say, um, Judd, you're going to want to go on a seven-week win streak in the quarterback cesspool <laughs> challenge because your next punishment will be morning updates I've got, running the board in Dave Harrigan's seat. I've got news for you because that will take place. I have an idea that is going to, let's just say it's going to catch the ear of people who run the station who are going to say, oh my gosh, why didn't we do this a long time ago? Fire Judd? No. No. I'm going I'm going to put you in a position, Dave, where your job, when you come back after I do it, is going to have changed a little bit. Are you really? Be, like I'm up, co-hosting? <laughs> Take all the shots you want. All all I'm saying, all I'm saying is I've given this great thought and I'm not willing to divulge more right now. But let's just say I've got some thoughts about where the updates can go. Wow. All right. I'm and, really looking forward to and, this. And there's nothing that would stop me from making the executive decision to change them on the day I'm punished. All right. That's a, that's an amazing tease right there and for a future Judd punishment. I won't reveal more than that. Uh, Judd will be serving a punishment from his loss in the Court of Accessible Challenge last week in the noon hour today. Of the audio version this time, not not like the shirt that I wore, and then washed and brought you back a Kevin Bacon. I'm glad you washed that. Thank you. You referred to pit sweat. Dawn actually sure. did. She sweats. She sweated the shirt out? 